This is Eric Frickin' Balfour here with Jason Frickin' Griffin, and you are listening to the 200th podcast of TV Times 3. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 200. Woo! On the, nobody else is as excited as I am. <laughs> On this episode, we've got some news. We'll be answering your questions and then talking about How I Met Your Mother, Castle, and Marvin's, Mar- <laughs> Marvin's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which would maybe be a better show. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., plus a reality check and some, well, like, some minor TV on DVD picks. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 200. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. And I'm Ray from Rayleigh.com. Ray. And she's right. And that's it. She's right. So, did you ever think when we started this that this podcast would make 200 episodes? Never in a million years. <laughs> nope. But here we are at 200 episodes. What a delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. Pretty, I don't know, pretty impressive, I think. Especially it is. with the. I mean, when you... The other day when I realized it had been five years and I actually hadn't realized that, I was like, hold on. <laughs> I think it is pretty impressive that we made it this far. Looks like we made it. I mean, because for the, for the most part, you know, we th- you think of it as, as weekly. So, you you know, and but you go back. We haven't always done it exactly weekly. But like 40 on average, going back a little over five years now, it's like 40, 41 episodes a year. That's quite a lot of episodes. It really is. So, congratulations to us. Yes, <laughs> congratulations all around. Really to Jason, because he's the only one that's been on them for 200. <laughs> that's true. Jason's done every episode. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> of I think of the of of the episodes that are counted in this 200. I think I've been on every one of them. Yep. I'm sorry. Are there episodes that? Aren't counted we didn't do one without you. Well, there were some of uh, there were some was, of the the reality check things and stuff like that that uh, that's true that you guys did sometimes in the beginning. We may have done a special episode in New York when we went to a set visit. Now that you say oh, okay. that, that's true. Oh yeah, didn't we do a hotel room one? Yeah, that's the, what I was the internet. <laughs> the only reason I remember because we did it in the hotel room. And Chrissy was there, right? Yes, you're correct. The voice of the internet, our good friend Chrissy. Still, I think anyway. you're correct. I think those are all, all the numbered ones because I think that was a non-numbered one. Yeah, so. I remember that. Yeah, now. I think that one got uh, numbered at like eighty-nine and a half or something. Nice. Look at us. <laughs> a, we even had half numbers. A, although I'm not sure if that's the that how far back that was, but so yeah, been, it's so, been yeah. an interesting ride. And uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about the podcast with some of the questions coming up later. There's your preview. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first thing up before we get to the news that I'm really happy about is uh, a voicemail from Selena. Not Selena Gomez. <laughs> Sorry to you, Selena Gomez fans. She didn't write. No, but she was oh. the, the first of two. So spoiler alert, there's, there's another voicemail coming in the podcast. <laughs> and we are all about the spoilers today. <laughs> 
Hi guys, this is Selena from Oklahoma and I took a break from watching TV to let you guys know that I love this podcast and I can't wait for next week's episode. Bye. Uh, thank you for the, you know, the nice message and thank you for listening. And uh, Selena, congratulations. And uh, you should, Selena, you should also thank Ray for coming up with the idea to give my copy That's of right. Awkward away. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ray, for saying, Jason, you don't need that. Why don't you give that to someone else? So you're the, <laughs> you are the proud new owner of uh, Awkward Season 1 and 2 on DVD. Congratulations. Congratulations. I know I talked bad about it, but for free, it's great. Exactly. Well, but it does have season one, which is the best season. True. True. You are getting the best of Awkward with this DVD (laughs) um, win. Very true. And the second best of Awkward. And you could pretty much probably just stop there and be. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to watch anymore. In, unless somehow they completely redeem themselves in the second half of season three. That's starting which I don't see happening because they already sh- they shot it right along with the season that recently just aired. I don't think they took a break, and Assessed we were just were treated to a break. <laughs> well, congratulations, so congratulations, Selena. We'll answer your questions later. Yes, we'll answer your questions later. Spoiler alert. Okay, so what now? Now on to the news. Wait, are we going to pretend that we listened to it right now? You can cut this part out. <laughs> I mean, I did listen to it. I just mean, I think was I'll, there going to be a spot where you were like, I'll just stick it in now. Be- I'll just stick it in between I, where I said first, first voicemail, and okay. then we started thanking her for. Our, I'll just, I'll her just kind comment. I'll right, just put it, it there. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. There's so many there. Go on. I even, I even, I even actually changed in my head and said, I'll just stick it in there. Oh my God. (laughs) And even worse. That's what I mean. I changed it to, I will put it in there or put it there. And it's, it still didn't help. Well, the good news is our, our sense of humor hasn't changed. It's true. (laughs) Were we doing that? So she said jokes in the very first episode. I doubt we weren't. I, I, for like the first lots of episodes, we were. <laughs> I think okay. we were all trying to top each other at, at any given that's time. That's probably true, and that's also what she said. But okay. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> we're moving on. News, lots of news today. Lots of news, and they all happen to like come out on Friday. Anyway, a. ABC has given a full season order to Marvel's Agents of Shield, not to be confused, confused, <laughs> not to be confused with my favorite show, Marvin's Agents of Shield. So, full season order for that. CBS has given a full season order to the Crazy Ones, the Millers, blech, and Mom, and has canceled We Are Men. Yeah, not surprised that they canceled We Are Men. And uh, while I wanted to give the Millers the benefit of the doubt. After the first episode, in the the subsequent, what, three or four now, they have gone absolutely nowhere with that. <laughs> yeah. My mom last night said, oh, I like it. And I said, I'm not coming back <laughs> for dinner here ever again. Um, she was offended by that, needless to say. Okay, the CW has renewed, this is my favorite news of the day, the CW has renewed America's Next Top Model for season 21, uh, and this season will also feature guys and girls again, which I think was a good experiment for the show, and actually, I think a guy's going to win. 
There's three guys and two girls left. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Fox has announced, or Ryan Murphy announced, I don't know if Fox really did, that Glee will end after next season, the 6th. Uh, and they have canceled Us and Them, which was one of my favorite pilots, actually, before it's even airing. So I think they made six episodes and were like, we're shutting down, you can go find other work, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and the animated Murder Police before even airing. But they have picked up Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a full season, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine is getting the post-New Girl, post-Super Bowl <laughs> that's a, air. That's, a, that's, an, that's an interesting one to, to do a, what they're saying is the, the hour comedy block. Though, to be honest, I really think that they should only air a half an hour because it doesn't start until late enough anyway. But what do I know? What do I know? It'll, anyway, I it like, might get it a little bit more of a sampling. Yeah. They always sell ads for a full hour anyway. Yeah. That's why. It... Yeah, that's true. And instead of then having to do an extended New Girl, they get to do a normal New Girl episode. Because I feel like an extended New Girl will just give us more stupid Winston stuff. <laughs> um, which, not for my lack of, like, I love Lamorne Morris. I just think they're not writing for him well at all. Um, I'm, okay. I'm disappointed in the us and them. Not necessarily that they stopped it out production after six episodes and, and ended up canceling it, but that those subsequent five episodes must have really been terrible compared to what the, the pilot, pilot was. was that they must have had no confidence in it whatsoever. It's weird, though, because they – I mean, they must have had some confidence at some point because they did make Michael Ian Black a series regular after shooting two episodes. So, like, something was going right, and then it stopped going right. It's, yeah, it's, that, that one's weird. But maybe we'll get Mark Sear on Parenthood. The only thing you can think of is that they – is that some of those episodes started not to be so good and that the scripts that were coming in for, you know – the, the, rest, even the rest of the first 13 weren't weren't doing anything, so... So, us and them is a goner. Uh, though I would still like to see Alexis Bledel get some work. So, hopefully she can find another pilot that will... Um, I said... I think I said to... I don't know. I either said it to Jen, our friend Jen, or I said it to Ray. Um, but maybe Mark can come back to Parenthood and he can bring Alexis Bledel with him. Because <laughs> I feel like she'd weird. do really well on that. Um, okay, so that's that. NBC has canceled Ironside and Welcome to the Family. And no surprises on either of them. And MTV has renewed Teen Wolf for a fourth season. And they're going to air a Talking Wolf. I don't know, kind of like Talking Dead and Talking Bad and Anarchy Afterward. Like all these things that they're doing. I think they're um, calling it Watching Wolf. Watching Wolf. Or something. You know, that's a common phrase. Because, because everybody has to, uh, apparently, there has to, it has to be an alliterative title, apparently. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It's stupid. But MTV's renewed it, so I'm not saying the show's stupid. I'm saying that the title of the thing yeah. is stupid. Anyway. It's also stupid, else? but it's okay. Yes. And in the, in the surprising move, considering I actually thought this show was canceled already, and TNT has renewed Franklin and Bash for a fourth season. I really thought I saw some news somewhere that said um, that show was already canceled. Because I knew I ratings were great, and I don't have a problem with the show. I was just very surprised. Yeah, apparently it, it didn't do very well. But the, they need to find something to uh, 
to pair it up better with. It would have gone with King and Maxwell. I, re- I maintain my argument that they should have put it with King and Maxwell. Well, we both thought it was going with King and Maxwell, but uh, yeah. it turns out it, it didn't. Um, also, uh, Cold Justice has been renewed for a second season, which I never even watched the premiere of that, so I don't have anything really to say about it. Um, never mind. Was that it? Yeah, uh, yes. That's unless, it unless you new. have something to add, Ray. Well, the NBC putting Parks and Rec on hiatus. Oh, well, yeah. Hiatus, Parks and Rec but... is gone on hiatus. And Community is returning on January 2nd. And Chicago PD, which I got to be honest, you guys, I kind of love Chicago Fire. <laughs> uh, Chicago PD will air January 8th. So it's taking the Ironside Wednesdays at 10. Yeah, it's, they've... NBC really, uh, when they canceled, the pooch? well, when the they can, when they canceled, uh, uh, welcome to the family, um, they really changed their, uh, well, and canceling Ironside too. They really changed their, their stuff around for, with, you know, datelines airing and all kinds of stuff filling the gaps until, uh, so I understand the theory behind it. So thinking about this, the theory is that they want to put some high rated stuff in that eight o'clock slot for a couple weeks to see if they can boost ratings for Sean saves the world, because I'm sure they don't want to cancel it, even though it's, it's failing. And then because Sean is failing, nobody's sticking around for Michael J. Fox. And then parenthood is also being hurt. So they're hoping that if they have an eight o'clock show that like the voice, that gets a lot of ratings. Um, and then they have, maybe that'll increase ratings for Sean, which, you know, blah, 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 blah you know, domino effect, some of their Thursday shows will start getting better. But the fact is, they have not been able to improve on Parks and Rec's numbers for any show that they've put on. Um, I mean, sure, The Voice will get more ratings, but I don't know that it's going to increase Sean Saves the World at all. And the fact that they've already canceled their only fall draw, uh, comedy, I think that was their only, or I mean, they're, you know, they've already canceled one of their comedies and the other two are likely going to end up canceled. I don't think this means the end for Parks and Recreation, as some people have con- been concerned. But, I mean, they may be able to eke out another, like, 21-episode or 13-episode final season or something. Yeah, it's kind, but, of, yeah. Uh, kind, kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, at least uh, for the few weeks after that, you'll get, you'll get uh, double episodes of Parks and Rec. So. Yeah. And uh, until... Community returns. They might also want to wait until Community's back and not waste Parks and Rec on a show, like with no with reruns and things like that. So who knows? Yeah, so we'll see how it pans out. I mean, it it kind of makes sense. I mean, it'll the the Halloween episode of Parks and Rec won't air until at the end of November, but you know, right? But, but uh, it's not like NBC cares about holiday themed episodes. But I think it it somewhat does make sense because it'll just give a those episodes that would have played. They're just going to double them up for the last two weeks of November, so uh, or you know somewhere in there, and they'll play then, and then there'll be the normal break and reruns and other specials or whatever playing throughout Christmas, and then it'll return at the same time it was scheduled to. Yeah, uh, but with well the, until they change their minds about but that, with, but we'll uh, see. But with community, um, so that's our news <clears throat> that we could find. Um, exciting. There you go. Uh, so now we're moving on to the celebration of our 200 episodes. Uh, so listen we're going to celebrate Jan. by answering questions. We're going to celebrate by answering questions. Jan, 
Jan says. Exactly how I like to celebrate everything. By answering questions. It's true. Yep. Uh, Jan, <laughs> thanks for the fabulous podcast. Very entertaining. Since I've only listened for about six months, could you please tell, tell how you all met and decided to do a podcast? How you record in different states? Thanks, and may you have another 100. And the, the different states she's talking about, I'm pretty sure, are like Washington, Florida, and uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, because we not have like, the mid states of inebriation. Yeah, not like inebriated or crazy. Or... It's been known to happen. Ray and I did shots in my living room once. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. How's that spoiler alert? <laughs> Go back and listen. I know, yeah. It's you not need a to figure surprise. out which one it was. Yeah. I mean, it's the only one where I was at our, in our living room recording, but still. <laughs> so we've given you that uh, Wasn't up. that one also pretty funny because... You were both on Skype, and it was picking up each other's... Yeah, we were sitting right across from each other, so I had to move. That would be correct. <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyway. But uh, we also it, we also got the, uh, our second, the second voicemail uh, from Lisa. Hi, guys. Congratulations on your 200th episode. This is Lisa in Atlanta, and I've been listening for about three years, ever since I heard Anne-Marie as a guest on TV Talk. Since I didn't listen when you first started the show, I'd be interested to know how you guys met each other and what made you decide to start the podcast. The other subject I'm kind of interested in is TV shows that aren't on TV anymore that we can watch on streaming, especially when the new shows all get canceled and we don't have anything to watch. The ones I really like that you guys have referred me to are Terriers and Better Off Ted and the IT crowd. So thanks for that and congratulations. She asked the same question, but also uh, about uh, how we how we met and started the podcast, and uh, then also asked, as you heard, uh, about some recommendations. But so we can uh, now answer that question that both uh, Jan and Lisa asked, which is so they both asked how we met. Okay, Ray and I met in the green room of Veronica Mars at Comic Con in two thousand. I want to say six. Or seven. Technically, Six? we met outside the green room, but yeah. right, this is true. We met on the floor um, in two thousand seven, and that was my first Comic Con. Right? Was that know. your first Comic Con? Two thousand seven? Thought it was two thousand six. I thought it was two thousand six too, but then I thought I heard you say two thousand seven. No, 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 no. I said two thousand six. <laughs> um, that anyway. was not my first Comic Con, but it had been my first in a while. Like I had been previously, but I hadn't. Not like the year before. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So yeah. Ray and I met there, and that was in 2006. And then I honestly don't remember how the rest of it happened. <laughs> it's been so long! Um, Jason, did we meet at Psych? Yes. Ray and I met in person. I mean, we all sort of knew of each other yeah. online, from each other our, online from our right. websites and stuff like that. But... uh. Ray and I actually met for the first time on the set visit for Psych, which was... My favorite set visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what year that was, though. That was, uh, well, it was... I don't remember. It was the year we started the podcast. We, we started so the podcast... So it was five years ago. <laughs> yeah, a little, 2008? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, we, We're really good with numbers. Yeah, we had met... <laughs> We watch TV. We're not math people. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's that's where we actually met for the first time. And then that was sometime in the middle of uh, the summer or 
or the, the beginning, beginning of the of summer, summer. June. and uh, then uh, at the towards the end of the summer, I think you guys were talking about doing a podcast, and you guys asked me if I wanted to join you to do a podcast. And the rest, as they say, and then we spent history. Yeah, then we spent uh, you know a few weeks uh, coming up with names and and finally settled on TV Times Three, and then started. We recorded that first episode, which went like two hours or something like yep. that, and then decided to turn that into uh, two parts. And uh, we recorded, we started recording, and I think it was then the next year at Comic-Con, which was the first time that Amory and I actually met in person. So that was 2008's, no, 2009's Comic-Con. I think so, which was the first time I had gone. So it all has to do with some set visits in Comic-Con. And how do we record in different states? We use Skype. Yes, the, the magic of Skype. And Skype is a bitch to use if it doesn't... <laughs> I never... Every time I sign on, I have to fix my recording settings, even though I save it every time. Not my recording settings, my sound settings. It's amazing when it works, which is amazingly most of the time. It's completely frustrating when you get those times where, for whatever reason... You can't get a good connection, and you can't figure out <laughs> what's going on. Yes. Uh, but sometimes that's not necessarily always Skype's fault. Sometimes the person you're Skyping with has a bad connection. But yeah, Skype is the uh, is how that happens. You can, you know, you can pretty much talk with anybody anywhere in the world. <laughs> Man, we should get a Skype advertisement too. God, Winter Green Mints. <laughs> Lightsabers or something that didn't appear on the podcast. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I talked about Winto Green Mints earlier, and they're my favorite food. Yes, you've now uh, spoiled what happened. I've spoiled something. You've now spoiled what happened. In the pre-show. Yes, (laughs) before we hit record. But yeah, that's how... uh, That's how it all started. That's how the show started. That's how the show started. That's how we met. Uh, That's how we record. Then uh, Lisa's second question, which was... Uh, that she's enjoyed some of the shows that we've uh, mentioned in the past. Uh, she mentioned things like Terriers, Better Off Ted, and the IT Crowd, and asked if we had uh, uh, any other suggestions for some shows uh, uh, she could uh, possibly uh, catch up on. Well, Lisa, I don't know what shows you've watched. Yeah, see, that's the uh, that's that's what's always interesting with uh, uh, something like that is because there's lots of things that you might recommend. You know, even. Things like, you know, like Alias or Buffy or Firefly or... I will always recommend Alias. Always. Veronica Mars. Yeah, Veronica Mars. Friday Night Lights. Eh. Ray, did you just say eh? (laughs) (laughs) I did it intentionally to get yours. (laughs) Ray and I are no longer speaking. (laughs) It was Um, a good 200. On rest of the podcast. Um, (laughs) But seriously, though, Friday Night Lights... The best thing ever. And Parenthood, if you're going to watch Friday Night Lights. But given the the shows that she mentioned, uh, the things that uh, popped up into my head were uh, she she had mentioned Better Off Ted and the IT crowd, which got me thinking about comedies and then also British comedies. But then also then also since we had mentioned Us and Them, that made me think of Gavin and Stacey, which uh, I think if you haven't seen Ga- the original, the British comedy Gavin and Stacey, that's worth checking out. And uh, that got me thinking about other British comedies. And so something like, uh, if you've never seen Coupling, uh, I think that's well worth checking out. Make sure you're watching the Amer- the uh, English version and not the American version? Well, the American version only lasted 
two episodes yes, or something. But like if that. you see Colin Ferguson, you're watching the wrong show. Um, what else? Misfits. Misfits is great. We're talking about British shows that you should be watching. Yeah. Original Skins was great. Um, it starts to go kind of off the rails towards the end there. Uh, speaking of Skins, the Inbetweeners. Oh yes, and please know we are all talking about the British versions yes. of all of these shows. Do not watch the U.S. versions of any of them. Except, I wish that, see, this is where Gavin and Stacey, us and them, would have bucked the trend. Because I would have suggested us and them, you know, if it was still a show that was going to be on the air. Because it didn't ruin Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> um, comedies, thinking American comedies. I would say if you're not, if you didn't watch the six episodes of Bent that NBC aired, or the six episodes of Best Friends Forever... Those are shows worth mainlining, and they're easy to watch because they're only six episodes. Um, I would suggest... What else? I actually liked Perfect Couples, but it's only because of my love for David Walton, the best eater on TV. Uh, I've not been shy about the fact that I think he eats best on TV. He's amazing. He's a great eat actor. Well, obviously happy endings, but I'm assuming well, obviously you probably happy endings. That. Um, obviously so that's not really a previous show. I don't know. Past shows. Well, sadly, oh. it is past show now. Well, yes, but that's... <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's not that far in the past. But uh, uh, the only other thing that came to mind uh, was, uh, was MI5, which there's a lot of episodes of that. But uh, especially in the beginning, that was that was really good. It's actually on my list of uh, of shows I'd like to catch up with. Um, life, life, yes, yes, that's a, that's a good Great one. Great show. Um, Not a comedy, but has comedic moments. And Damian Lewis, the terriers, oh like I think you. There is a like scene. Terriers. You'll know the scene if you're watching Life. You will know the scene I'm talking about. There is a scene where Damian Lewis is wearing jeans and a black T-shirt. And, oh my god, it's so great. Uh, Ray and I may have shared pictures of it repeatedly with each other because it's beautiful. Um, you'll know it. You'll know the scene I'm talking about. He's just standing in his car with a black t-shirt and jeans on, and he looks real good. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of shows. So we've okay. given you a task, yeah. <laughs> uh, so get caught up on all of them, and let us know what you think. The, the winter break here, there's plenty, there's plenty of ideas to, uh, of things to catch up with. There has to be at least, I'd say, four of those that we mentioned that you haven't seen. There's gotta be. There has to be. Or... There's not, and I don't have any it's more not, suggestions. You should be doing this podcast yourself. Yeah, it's not. You're yeah. very, you're very well rounded in your British comedy. Um, what else? So that's that's listener Lisa, listener Jan. I hope we've answered your questions um, in the way that you wanted to hear them answered. I don't know. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, I hope you weren't looking for them to be answered differently than that because that's all you're I'm getting. Gonna, yeah. Um, okay, so what's next? Listener Carl. Is that his next? Uh, it is. Listener Carl. Carl Yastrensky. Look at Amory able to follow an outline. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm surprised I can do it. Um, okay. Carl says, congrats on the 200th podcast. I almost said 2,000th, and I was like, God, 2,000. <laughs> wow. Just... Let's not go uh, that far, please. Yes. This... Yeah, how long have we been talking? <laughs> I mean, I do talk a lot. Um, so that's okay, Carl. Let's actually get to Carl's questions. Okay, 
More than 200. He says, quite an achievement. You don't look a day over 135. That's great. Uh, for the 200th episode, have we ever done an award show? Uh, where we give out an award, like, uh, have I ever attended an award show? Yes. Have I ever done my own award show? No. And I don't think we've ever done podcast awards. Yeah, we've we've never done, like, an, an award show where we go down a bunch of categories and give out who we think is the best. Mostly because uh, I think one time... We don't agree on anything. Well, I think... Well, I think... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be... I mean... <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to have at least two people would have to have a consensus for out of three to be able to yes. uh, uh, to give an out an award. No, but I remember. I think I, if I remember correctly, one time there was the mention of of an doing an awards, you know, around awards time, you know, when like an Emmys or something like that was going to be on. And Ray said something to the effect, "Unless uh, they're showing up to pick up their awards, I have no interest in doing one." It's true. So the long and short of it is it's Ray's fault. <laughs> All right, I'll take the blame for that because you know how much I love award shows. And then, uh, but I think secondarily is I'm not a big fan of actual award shows you know, that do have some sort of meaning. Uh, I, you know, I very seldom ever watch, you know, the Emmys or Oscars or things like that because especially on the TV side, so many things that I might think were good performances or, yeah. or what have you don't even get nominated let alone you know right a, an award so it just seems uh you know kind of fruitless and then you know uh so yeah the answer to that is 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 no we haven't really we haven't done one and we haven't really thought of doing one other than somehow that subject came up one time before at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, sometimes we rank things or we say how things did as far as we yes. were concerned. But yeah. that's as close as we get to giving out an award. <laughs> yeah. We're, but yeah, those tend but to be like, what was, those tend to be where we do like, uh, what was your favorite new show yeah. of the season? Your, you know, the show you, uh, you know, your surprise know, didn't get canceled. The, the season one year. Yeah. The show your surprise didn't get canceled. The show you wish hadn't got canceled, that type of stuff. But it's not really a. Uh, not really uh, handing out awards and the award so, for best show that for Ray's favorite show is <laughs> leading me to the next question. Is there a series that would get Ray a lifetime pass? I mean, I know the answer. Well, I don't know the, I don't know the sole answer to this, but I know a bunch of answers to this. Ray, <laughs> what, if you had to pick one, could you, and what are your lifetime season passes? I'm not sure I could pick just one, but I would probably give the edge to Buffy if I had to pick just one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Buffy, Veronica Mars, I could probably watch Gilmore Girls forever too. Well, Gilmore Girls season, season one seven. To six. <laughs> um, okay, I it have to be written by yeah. the Paladinos, <laughs> right? But I meant like I was trying to think of the like in general their lives. I could watch them being the Gilmore Girls yeah. for their lives. I would say Angel, but not really because. Like, I watch Angel more than I watch Buffy, but I still probably would give the lifetime pass to Buffy, not to Angel, in a weird... (laughs) Um, I get it. And, I don't know, Alias. I don't know about Chuck. See, I don't know about Alias as far as a lifetime one. Maybe, though. Because I would watch Alias. If they brought it back right now, I'd tape it regardless. (laughs) It wouldn't wouldn't matter. I mean, as long as it starred all the same people, I would totally record it um yes 
I could watch Michael Vartan make eyes at Jennifer Garner all day long. Exactly. But if Lauren Reed was there, I'd kill her. I'd kill her myself. <laughs> Probably Doctor Who. Psych. Oh, I don't know why I didn't mention Psych. Psych was the other yeah. one up on the top uh, three. Psych. Sorry. Psych. It totally was on the top three, and I just... You just skipped over it for some reason. <laughs> um, I guess that's really kind of... It. I, don't know. I, was, I was about to ask, how is Psych not... <laughs> Not on your your list. It is totally on the list. Like when I first made the list in my head, I was like, "Of course, Buffy, Psych, and Veronica Mars, of course." Um, and I I don't know about Chuck. I lean towards yes, but maybe those spy shows I feel like have a shelf life. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't really have a shelf life as long as they're just doing spy missions versus having some overarching story. I guess right. So Which, like, I could watch Alias forever as long as it didn't always have to be about Rimbaldi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if they had, uh, you know, come up with something, you know, maybe solve that or something or whatever and uh, gone on to something else. Exactly. So I think those are probably the big ones. So the so basically the answer to the question is yes. There There <laughs> is a series and multiple ones at that that would get a, a lifetime season pass. Okay. Not very many of what them do you are think, still on the air. Well, I think this is kind of related. Sort of. What do you think is the most rewatchable series? Which kind of also, and we already answered for Lisa, but I've rewatched uh, Parenthood now like four times. I rewatch Friday Night Lights all the time. West Wing is great to rewatch. Alias. Um, like I said a second ago, I rewatch Angel more than I rewatch anything else for some reason. <laughs> That's weird. I just love it. I don't. I can't even explain it. I something like uh, I think it has more. I don't know if the adult topics is really as opposed to Buffy. So like I find myself watching it more often, and that I just sure. I don't know. It's like comfort food. Psych is one I rewatch a lot because it's always funny. So you always find something new. Yeah, that that's the that's Speaking the of thing for me. Funny. Uh, it's always. Sunny is a great rewatch. It is. Not the whole episode, not the whole series, but. Yeah, I mean, you can skip like season seven. But yeah, I think for the most part, for me, comedies are what. Comedies are, are always a great rewatch. Are, because are more rewatchable than than dramas. There, for me, for dramas, there needs to be like a larger gap. Uh, like say, like you, you mentioned like the West Wing, like going back now here years later and watching, you know, especially the first few seasons of the West Wing, it, that those would be interesting again because you wouldn't totally re- yeah. remember everything. But uh, for me, a lot of dramas, uh, especially ones that have sort of the, you know, the overarching stories and the things you, you know where it's going. So some of the drama is sucked out of it a little bit, but for comedies, Things that are funny are still funny most yeah. of the time. And uh, so for me, things like, uh, you know, Friends and Seinfeld are, like, highly rewatchable. Uh, and Two Guys, uh, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Yeah. Yes. My favorite to rewatch. And, uh, or, um, you know, even, like, uh, the, I, the IT crowd. Uh, I can, oh, yeah, watch, I can watch episodes of those over and over again. The British Office I could watch on repeat for decades. Um, so there's a lot. I could list you my whole DVD, <laughs> so, and it's 11 feet by 8 feet long, uh, 
speaking of my shelf size. Uh, so that won't happen. What shows? What shows are on? That should be done. What are what shows that are uh, on should be done? Talking to you, Grey's Anatomy, Carl says. Um, I yeah, agree with that Carl. one. Carl, you're 100% right. And I don't dislike the show, but I think it should be done. In some respects, talking about shows that like, should be done, you know, like, uh, you could say something like Grey's Anatomy that's been on for a long time, or Glee that's long since passed. And I mean, the good news good. is Glee will be, uh, yeah. you know, but, uh, ending. But for me... It's just sad because Gleek probably could have been forever if they did it right the first way. Yeah, Ray yeah. makes a good point. What did you compare it to Degrassi? Right, like if it had done yeah continually like, added. Yeah, like Degrassi <laughs> did and brought in continuing characters that that would you know, that could be sustained that were sustainable. Right, you have to do it the right way. Like you have to do they one small group of them graduate and go on, and so you still have the regulars that you had before while you're introducing new regulars. Right. Which they tried to do, but they did too soon. Like, they did it too much at one time, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you could have a new freshman class. Right. Like, you have to have and... time to figure out whether those new characters are working so that the next time you bring in new characters, you can bring in a different, you know what I mean? Try to do yeah. something different to get somebody that's actually working if they're not working. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. But I for the most order. part, I think with the thinking about series that should be done is is I'm not one that, like, is that big on like, oh, this show is just, you know, it's completely lost it. You know, I'll be done with it. But mm-hmm. if there's people still enjoying it and, you know, they're still making it, I don't think that it should necessarily just be done. Like, No, I don't should, agree. NCIS should be off the air. That, that, it, should, <laughs> that it should be, uh, you know, because it's not really, uh, there's plenty of room for other things uh, on the on all the TV channels. So if there's something out there and people are still enjoying it, I'm perfectly fine with it. They can keep making Grey's Anatomy forever. At at some point, most shows, if they go on for a really long time, unless they're completely compelling, they usually lose my interest after a while. Right. So I may stop watching it, but, uh, not necessarily, but I'm not necessarily, I don't know, maybe as vindictive as, as Henry is and wants to cancel somebody else's favorite show. Well, it's wrong if NCIS is your favorite show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I understand because, like, my brother and my dad and stuff, they love it. So I'm not going to – I just feel like a show like that, it's just – though it is a procedure. Like, it's a show. It's a procedural that could go on forever. So I understand how it's being sustained. I understand that completely. Um, I just don't like it, so I don't – like – I guess out of sight, out of mind, I should really consider. Um, See, but for me, I like something like Grey's to go away <laughs> because so I don't. Watching. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, because I'm watching it because I feel compelled to watch it because I've been you've watching in, it forever, you, whatever. You, you know what I mean? Put like, in put so much time. Yes. You're not getting it now. I haven't gotten to the point where I hate it. Like, the shows that I get to the point where I like can't, I don't want to watch them anymore, I can give those up with no problem. It's the other ones <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I need this to go away so it'll stop being there. On the, and then there's the other one where this does make me vindictive, but I don't care. Like, Supernatural needs to go away so I have to stop listening to those fangirls. Ah, uh, fangirls of Supernatural. Woo! You could write books upon books upon books about them. Yes. It's just, it's just, uh, whatever. They get on my nerves. 
send your and emails I, 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 to I'm Ray. I know. I am going to get totally – I don't – I'm sorry. I don't mean any of you individually. That's not how I feel at all. I mean as a, as a warring, shipping – People who have different ships, who have different favorite characters, like when you all come together and you take over my Twitter feed, I just want to – obviously, I like all of you because otherwise I wouldn't be following you on Twitter. But <laughs> when it's happening at that time, I'm just like, oh, my God, would you guys shut up? <laughs> so yes. I love you all. I don't really want your show to go away. But um, You know what? Yeah, send your tweets to at Ray Lee. Away, so I am very happy that How I Met Your Mother is going away because – I that's a show like for me for Grey's Anatomy I didn't watch like one season in the middle but <clears throat> I feel compelled now to watch it because it's coming to an end so that for me is like a show but if I'm watching it I don't like I don't know there's nothing that I'm watching right now that I'm like I can't wait for this to end so I can stop watching like Grey with Grey's Anatomy I've actually stopped watching Grey so <laughs> knock on wood <laughs> I'll actually be able to maintain that. So I don't care now. Yeah. Now you can say that's what I said about how I met your mother too. And here I am still watching. Well, yeah, well they got you back with the, we are going to actually finish this. That's true. A show, as soon as the show that I wasn't watching says, okay, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to end it. I'm like, okay, well I'll check, I'll check back in then. Yeah. I think I would check back in for the departure of Sandra. O, the end of the season. I will actually probably do that as well. And I will check back in if, if, and whenever, sorry. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on names right now. Any of the other originals leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gray is who I was thinking of, Meredith. Meredith Gray? You mean the show? The yes, <laughs> I knew what her name was on the show. I was trying, Ellen, Ellen. Ellen Pompeo. Thank you. I was trying to think of her, the actress's name. <laughs> I will probably check back in for those things. You know what I mean? But I don't have any yeah. desire to. Like, there's nothing else about the show that makes me want to watch it. Like, Amory stopped watching High Match Mother because she got frustrated. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. I will say that if Grey's Anatomy, if if Meredith Grey leaves Grey's Anatomy, and since they already got rid of the other Grey. Yeah, but they changed the name of the. Thing to Grace, so now they can keep it forever. It can just be about the hospital. <laughs> since, since the hospital has That's the name true. in it. She uh, makes a good point. All right, so there's man. a lot. Is there a show you'd like to see a spinoff from? Hmm. Hmm. You know, I... You know, I was trying to think of... Like... I was going to say Supernatural, but... <laughs> <laughs> what spinoff would you like to see from that? <laughs> no. I don't actually want to see one, but I was trying to throw a bone to the Supernatural fangirls. <laughs> there was a time when I would have liked to see a Ghost Facers uh, uh, spinoff because I, I just love them. <laughs> it couldn't have lasted at all, but I, I still love them. Um, what else? I don't know. I... You know, I was trying to think of like, I mean, you know, of shows that I'm watching like right now of of, if there's like a character that could, you know, that you would like to see that could sustain their own show, and there there wasn't really anything I could, you know, that came to mind. Yeah, I would like to see a Brad and Shane spinoff. I'd like to see them move <laughs> from Happy Endings. I'd like to see them move so that it's just the two of them. 
I mean, I'd like happy endings to come back, but if I was having to pick of the people in happy endings that I could have a spinoff with. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any spinoff requirements or suggestions. You know, I'm not a huge, not always necessarily a huge fan of. I mean, I'll watch a spinoff. Sure. Yeah. But, but a lot of times I, a spinoff ends up being, they almost end up bringing somebody on just to spin them off. So it's hard to think of like what show, like it, I guess if you just picked like a show that you liked a lot or something like that, that maybe you'd like to see, uh, you well, know, I think I, if you thought of characters, you'd like to see be the, but, but that's, yeah. But a lot of times, sometimes these shows, you know, like an NCIS spinoff, there's already they, one and they're making another. They just basically sent, you know, the team to work with another team that showed up in an episode and then that became the new show. There wasn't anybody actually on. Yeah, but that's not a real spinoff. Yeah. That is a desire to make another version. Yeah, it's, that's more <laughs> of a, like a, a, a compa- I guess you might call it a companion series than an actual yeah. spinoff. But... Like Private Practice was a true spinoff. And I'm trying to think, is there anybody from like grays that like if i was still watching would i like to see another character spun off from there but no i don't think so like i was thinking about sandra O, oh, but no because christina by herself would be i don't yeah. know about that christina without her person would be uh would be any well good. she's already told her person that they're she's not her person anymore right i don't know aren't they fighting they're fighting i don't know i'm behind from what i guarantee uh, from what I guarantee, I mean, from what I've uh, picked up, I guarantee, um, what, I don't know. I can't pick up. No, there isn't. In short, no. Yeah. Cause I'm, There's I mean, not I'm a show I can of, pick a spin off of. Of all the different shows, uh, or, you know, even shows that have been around for a while that, uh, you know, like a castle or, you know, there's like, I don't think any of those supporting characters are yeah, strong I enough. I don't see anybody where you actually have a character in a show that, uh, I mean, you'd actually have to have a character in the show, like Lainey, to actually spin off Lainey, and she's never in it, so, so there. <laughs> to become, to do a, 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 medic, a New York medical examiner show? Yes. She's got plenty of free time, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, so basically, I think we spent plenty of time to come up with, uh, there's not yes. anything, there's, there's no show um, right now so that I can that. think of that uh, I'd like to see a spin off from. What reality show could be a scripted drama? I do think that... Sadly, I'm, I think most reality shows are scripted dramas. But. This is true. <laughs> but with the way that, like, twists and turns and things like that that you don't see coming, 27 seasons in, I will say this about Survivor, there are still things happening that I'm like, 27 seasons in. That, I didn't see what just happened coming. You would think that you'd be able to, like, guess by now that what was going to happen. And... I can honestly say that a lot of the things that have happened so far this season, I didn't see coming. So, as far as, you know, a good drama I, that I would watch, I, I don't know. No. <laughs> um, well, I think some of the reality competition series, in, in some respects, could. Uh, but I think a lot of the, you know, the sort of the, the Real Housewives and those type of... Uh, trashy reality tv shows those could be uh you know those those are the type of things that could possibly become uh basically because those those reality shows came out of a script out of desperate housewives is really where some of those types of shows 
the ideas for them came from. Uh, well, yeah, they were originally called the desperate, the real desperate housewives of Orange County. And uh, so, you know, stuff like that, you know, some of those types of uh, shows, I think, could could be. So, Carl, thanks for your questions. Selena, we're now going to answer the questions you addressed in your voicemail. Uh, no, she actually <laughs> sent a question. Oh, and she a also voicemail. sent an email or a feedback too. Her voicemail was just a thank you or a congratulations email, wasn't it? Correct. Anyway, Selena, you asked. <laughs> we really did listen to it. <laughs> I did. I did listen to both of them. If you guys are Vampire Diaries fans, I would love to hear about the new fall premiere. I think the transition to college is going well so far and look forward to the new storylines they come up with. Kind of reminding me of Buffy when she made the leap to college and locking Stefan... Stefan? Under, yeah, that's right. Underwater is almost exactly what they did to Angel. Underwater? Buffy what? is one of the great... Wait, what? Under what? Underwater. Water. <laughs> we know Buffy how is one of the greats, though, so I'm not complaining about a little deja vu. Um, I haven't watched in about four years, so I will not be your person on this one. <laughs> so, are we even in a fourth season? What's what? Are, where are we at? Fifth season. Yes, we are. Oh, uh, yeah, we are at college for no good reason because they didn't go to school when they were in high school. So <laughs> why would you create another school where they wouldn't go to school? And only a couple episodes in, and one of them has already left. Uh, to, oh, have they? Well, uh, yeah, Elena's already left to go do something else, you know, uh, uh, for at least for a little bit. But I don't know how much of a transition to the Sorry, college it is. But the answer you wanted. But they also, uh, I mean, they did start to try and set up a mystery with something that happened at the college, which is semi-interesting. And so far, the new season is okay. I think this show just continually for the, like the last couple seasons, they keep trying to top themselves with like a bigger and bigger, big bad that they put themselves in such a spot with the previous one that the only way to save their show was to spin him off into his own show. And so, you know, send him off to new Orleans and then, you know, this whole, uh, it's semi interesting with this, the sort of doppelganger, how that all began type of backstory that they've been adding in uh, i always find that language to me i always find that type of stuff interesting but but yet they they end up with you know another sort of big bad that while he's slow you can't you know that's like his only flaw you but you can't like really kill him he's you know slow like move slow well he's slow as in he doesn't have vampire speed so like oh. he can't so he's normal uh so but he has the ability to like control people's minds and uh, on oh. on a mass scale, and he can't be killed. He, you know, he does drink blood like a vampire. Sure, sure. Uh, but for the most Spoiler part, spoiler alert! I bet there's a way he can be killed. Well, I'm sure they're they're working, yeah. you know, on some something or whatever. But they they keep putting probably it in involves themselves. Bonnie. <laughs> Ray's favorite character on TV is Bonnie. And now the other. Uh, or the witch that created this whole thing uh, is is now on the show, and so in some respects, it it just I don't know, it just seems to uh, spin more and more out of control. <laughs> I don't know. It's like in conclusion, it's like half of it, Selena, we don't really like it. Yeah, half of it's <laughs> half of it's interesting. I haven't watched in years. Half of it's interesting. Half of it is uh, you know. I don't know. I find the same thing about the spinoff originals. 
is I find what they've tried to do there interesting, except that it revolves around Klaus, which is like an, a pretty much irredeemable character at this point and practically can't be killed, uh, except that apparently they have somebody there that's trying to figure out how to kill an original vampire. Uh, of course. But I assume trying to figure out... An original... I thought they we can kill them. Well, they just kill no, everybody but trying else. to figure out... I guess now trying to figure... They haven't mentioned that on on uh, the show, but I'm assuming trying to figure out how to do so without also erasing the rest of their line. Because uh, otherwise, you know, that would put an end to pretty much all the vampire shows. So that's well, that'll be good for you, yeah, crossover effect. leader. Because <laughs> surely the people in the other town will want to come stop them from killing them if they. For the, for the original Vampire Diaries, uh, February sweeps episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, thank you for your questions. Thank you for your participation, fans and the listeners and view- viewers. Um. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Boom. Prime time. Running together. Leaving it on the line. Anyway, um, How I Met Your Mother, season nine through episode five. Thought the premiere was real strong. I thought several of the first episodes were real strong. I think they've done a really good job. The last two, not so much. Well, they may not have been, uh, I don't know maybe funny enough or whatever, but they've done some stuff that I like within it where the creativity, I think is, thank you, Linus is back, uh, with the, with, with the show having to use this new format, but then do other types of, uh, fill in that stuff by tell, you know, telling backstories within the story. I think they've, they're doing a good job of playing with the timeline, which is something they've, been good at in the past but i think this new format has forced them to do you know more of oh uh, i will give you that oh no i do i mean i like i was pleasantly surprised i should say by how i felt because um i really doubted this for <laughs> this whole format if that's the right word for it this whole setup because yeah, it basically makes it so that maybe you know even as as little as maybe a quarter of the show of an episode actually takes place, you know, in that period of time. And, you know, they flash back to, you know, correct. Other stuff. I do think there are some things that kind of suffer like the whole Marshall road trip. I could do without. Um, Yeah. Only because I feel like the logic of it, like, okay, you're going through Chicago. Why don't you stop at O'Hare and see if they got a flight? <laughs> that seems like a more likely chance, especially since you're not driving through any bad weather. So whatever original reason that you couldn't get on a flight probably doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that there's like eight other airports they could have stopped at on their road trip on the yeah. way back. It's that kind of stuff that, to some degree, I mean, I can mostly ignore it, except that when it seems like time is going a lot faster for him and they're driving than it is for the people back at the hotel. <laughs> That's what it gets to me, I think. Anyway, it's a little thing, but I have, for the most part, actually liked the way they set it up. So, couple things. Sorry, Amory. Um, Beetlejuice two, starring Michael Keaton and directed by Tim Burton, is a go. Um, and B, I, I was very nervous about the format. Like when I heard that it was going to be 
this weekend. I was like, ugh, it's going to be awful. But I really enjoy that they've taken us out of the weekend and they are doing some backstory. They are doing a little bit of flash forwarding. Like, it's not just set like a bottle episode that's going to be the whole season. I appreciate that. Right. I would like to see a little bit more of the mother. Um, and I could do, I mean, Sherry Shepard's fine. I just, like you said, I, the Marshall thing is they're just doing it now because, I don't know, maybe they could get her for more episodes. And I don't know. You're right. They could have gotten a flight at any airport anywhere. Whatever. But I mean, it's been fine. I'm glad I've made the decision, you know, to stick with it just to see how it is. But, like, the Wayne Brady character is starting to get on my nerves and, uh... Oh, that was the other thing. You reminded me. We spoke about it, but... Yes. <laughs> like, there's a little bit, because of the way it's playing out, it stands out to me a little bit more. Like, there's not as much room for them to change things. Like, Wayne Brady started out, like, supporting their marriage, whatever, and... In no time at all, meaning, like, it's been only, what, an hour or so? Um, yeah. It's more than an hour, but you know what I'm but saying. But it's only like, been, like, a, a day at this point. Yeah. Well, it's even, it's like, what, in, like, the afternoon or something like that now? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's even been a full day. So, like, already, you know what I mean? Like, that gets on my nerves a little bit because they're, and I understand why they're doing it, because in order to generate those stories, they <laughs> they had to do it a little bit, but... Um, it doesn't quite work in that constrained time frame because I'm like, well, I don't really understand why he would suddenly be doing that when he wasn't doing that before. <laughs> when he started out sacrificing himself to the zombies, so to speak, when the old people got there. And now he's, you know what I mean, telling him he shouldn't get married, whatever. So that quite doesn't doesn't quite ring true to me. And it probably is one of the reasons that I'm finding his character annoying, too, because I wasn't finding him annoying in the first couple episodes. But now I'm like, all right, <laughs> whatever. I could do without him. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway. I'm watching it. I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, we're about a quarter of the way through the season because isn't it only 19 episodes or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Castle. Season six through episode four. I actually really like how, and I've said this repeatedly, I'll say it again and again and again in comparison to how Bones handled Bones and Booth. I really enjoy how they handled the Kate and Beckett. I mean, Kate and Castle relationship. We got to see their relationship. Relationship? Good God. We got to see everything. What is going on with you? I'm having a day. Uh, we got to see them, you know, get engaged and really work on some issues. And Castle was never going to die, guys. He was never going to die. The show is called I Castle. I believe he was going to die. The I'm show is called Castle. It would have been great if he had died and Alexis had... Oh, yeah, this is you. Yeah, <laughs> You tell me that it would be great if, if he <laughs> dies and Alexis goes on a revenge mission. Exactly. If we had changed the tone of the show completely. And then we were following Alexis, who started going by her last name. Yes. In in deference to her father, she would be suddenly going by her last name as she sought right. avenge on the people who killed him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's how it works. That's how life happens. That um, is the castle I would have continued watching. Yeah. But overall, I think they did. We talked at the beginning or going into uh, the season that 
that it was likely going to be a pretty pretty quickly that they would get back to uh, to normal. I think taking well a three episode arc, but really f- sort of four episodes before it gets back to this. You know, tonight's episode will be the first one where it's you know she's got her job back and it's really back to sort of the status quo. But I think they did uh, a pretty good job. I would have. Uh, I mean, they they did something so that. Beckett did something that was within what she thought was right and ended up getting her fired. So that's how she ends up leaving. I almost would have rather had it be, I thought the storyline was going to be because they kept playing up a lot, how uh, her partner had no life outside of her job Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I thought they, they were going to play it in that while she liked the job and the promotion that she didn't like, where it was like her life was going with that job and that it turned out that she didn't really want that job and, you know, decided to leave on her own instead of uh, getting fired. That's where I thought the storyline was going Mm -hmm. because of the way that they, they set some of the things up. But at any rate, they get you back uh, as of episode five with her uh, getting her job back and, right. And then, uh, investigating somebody who's claiming to be a time traveler. So I'm sure they'll have lots of, uh, but it is Morgan. So it's Morgan from Chuck. So that should be fun. Yeah. I don't mind it either way. Yeah. Morgan's on tonight. I mean, I'm still watching it. I'll continue to watch it. it. It's, it's, it's not a show that it's not a show I ever rush to watch. I'll usually watch it if there's nothing else on my DVR. Um, but I enjoy it enough when I watch it. But when so I'm do you not, watch you know, it? <laughs> Isn't there something always on your DVR, Amory? Well, over the weekend, I usually watch it. But it's never the first show I rush to get caught up on, ever. It's never been. But whatever. It's doing its thing. I don't know. It still it is does for their me, relationship for better shows. than... Um, I enjoy, like I said a million times, I enjoy what they've done with the Castle and Beckett relationship so much more than I enjoy what they've done with Booth and Bones. I also like that they did this, you know, sort of three, four episode story arc, even if in the middle of it, they had Castle dying. <laughs> yeah. Castle was never dying, you fools. Uh, even, even, even doing that, I, I did like that they didn't just uh, come back and in the first episode back, they were back to normal. Yeah. So I, I did like that. It lasted like one episode longer than a USA show. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> all right, did, did anybody watch White Collar? I did not which uh first episode once again by the end of the first episode back whatever the cliffhanger is from the previous season has been uh, that's their mantra to hear it i mean i mean resolved in such a way that it sets up a whole new problem for one of the characters but yet still puts the show back into basically the same the same spot with the so that they can get back to uh working on these uh the fun cases and stuff like that. And you know what? I'm actually okay with that. If they would just acknowledge, like if they would just own up to it, like don't try to pretend like it's going to change everything. We know it's not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So stop saying game changer. It's yeah. not a game changer. Are you changing the format of the show? No, no, it's, no. A, it's, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. USA shows. If you want a definition of a game changer, watch an episode, watch the hundredth episode of the good wife. That's all I'm going to say. That's not what we're talking about now, though. We're not talking about White Collar. We're talking about Marvin's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Our good friend Marvin. Good old, good old Marvin. 
Uh, I've never seen this show. <laughs> Who's Marvin? <laughs> I think I might, like I said earlier, prefer Marvin's show. Um, Marvel has Agents has Marvin come up with like an overarching backstory of, a, or a, you know, a bigger bigger problem to be solved. Has Marvin written his typical archetype characters of the Eliza Dushku, the Tom Length, and the and the Felicia Day? Uh, no, that's Marvel's Agents of Shield. I don't, don't dislike the show. I don't agree with I'm the watching. people you chose there as the <laughs> archetypes, but okay. Um, tell me that Chloe or Sky was not supposed to be Eliza Dushku. Tell me that that little Fitz or Simmons or whatever his name is was not supposed to be the nerdy buggy Andrew Lank or Andrew Tommy Lank guy. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying is like that. It's more like um, what's his name from Dollhouse? Which, okay. Oh my god. Fran Kranz. Yep. Yeah, like. Um, Andrew Lank's character was like a, not a, not an actual character. I mean, he was a character, but you know what I mean? Like he wasn't a main character. That's what I'm saying. Your choice of the people for the archetypes is slightly off. And who would you would say with Fitz the... or Simmons? Who was the girl, Fitz or Simmons? I don't know. Simmons. So who was your girl that you would say is the oh, person that he writes for? That's more like the Willow character or the Fred okay. character. Probably Fred is closer, yeah. but... Because I feel like Willow is almost Sky. Like, Sky, it's almost like Willow crossed with Faith. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like the smart, geeky computer girl. Right. Who doesn't have street smarts, but she, like, who does have street smarts? Like, she's scruffy. You know what I mean? It's more yeah. like a. But then she like also you learns cross to Willow fight. and Faith together. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the Faith is the scruffy street girl, can fight, you know what I mean? Tomboy type per- person whereas she also has willow's computer knowledge whatever so it's that those two i think that are closer but i wouldn't agree with tom lank because he's not like a he was never a main character so i don't think he i think it's more like oh my god what the heck is his name from dollhouse oh it's gonna bug me now his name is fran kranz okay that's the actor's name but you know what i'm talking (laughs) about (laughs) yes i don't know what his name was because i don't i put dollhouse so far out of my mind I know. Um, okay, so let's talk about Marvel's Agents of Shield. I are. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't hate it. It's be our motto. Yeah, it is yeah. our motto. I I like it. Um, but I thought by now we might see they the things that they've been hinting at. You know, each episode is sort of hinted at. There's this other nefarious group out there, and I'm assuming that. It's the same group, you know, that's sort of, that's possibly out there, you know, that wanted to, you know, create like the super soldier from the first episode or, you know, get their hands on some of these other things. But it's been like really light on that. Like, like what, is there a bigger mission type of thing? But I wonder if that's an ABC. Well, because it's been kind of weird because we're four episodes in and like two of the episodes have had like a character that has a very close connection with Coulson and you know those type of storylines seem to like those need to be spread out more type of thing I know that's that seems a little weird not unless that's going to play out soon yeah yeah I don't know it just uh the the episodes have been interesting the action scenes are pretty good uh but in some respects it feels like you're watching an episode of the A-team uh you know there's a mission of the week uh, to save somebody, there's a you know a couple of big battle scenes, but nobody really 
gets hurt. Again, I wonder if that's a a network note because yeah, I don't know what it what it is or where it's coming from, but it's what has uh, I I I just I just thought that there might be something bigger set up by now that because the network lo- believe that there's something bigger in the background because yeah. that's just the way. If he's going to stick with his stereotypes for characters, he's going to stick with his type of storytelling. So, yeah. yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I mean, it is a network thing to try and do, you know, sort of the standalone. Hy- That's what I you mean. Know, standalone with a bigger story hybrid, but it seems like they've gone in these first four way more in the standalone direction than, and it hasn't helped them because I mean. It got a big sampling, but the ratings has continued to drop off. With I mean, with, at least with live viewers. So I'm wondering if there was something more compelling on a week to week basis would get you to you know would get more people watching it. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it would. But for me, that's I don't the thing uh, that it's, love it. That's the thing that it's missing. I do not love it, but the people behind it are people I will. Speaking of Lifetime series, yeah. <laughs> I will give them until, you know what I mean? I'll give them pretty far into it before I stop watching it. I mean, I liked it enough to watch it. Like, don't get me wrong. I yeah. wouldn't watch it. If I... Well, yeah, it has a lot of it has a lot of fun moments. Like I said, they do the action sequences really well. Shows I've given. Uh, the, uh, they've started to do a little bit better with Fitz and Simmons so that you can actually understand what they're talking about. You know, they've got the fun quips and the, uh, you know, the little nods to the movie universe and... And stuff like that that's all fun. Uh, but the thing is, if they don't get away from the movie nods, people who have never seen the movie are not going to watch the show. And you need they don't those do that millions many nods of nods to it, though, Tim. I mean, Tammy. Uh, there's Tamara. a lot of stuff that I don't understand. There is not, actually. <laughs> Okay, but I think I think this may be similar to. I don't know if that's all movie to... nods or if it's some Marvel stuff that you're not understanding. And I don't. They can't oh. get away from it completely. Yeah, well, I think there's some stuff, and I talked about this a little bit when uh, we talked about like the first or we talked about the pilot episode with the uh, Joel Keller when I had him on the episode. Is he felt like he was he he didn't know because he hadn't seen a lot of the movies, and I was like, I think you're just confusing yourself. <laughs> Thinking that stuff that you're hearing may be from the movies, but it's but it's not not necessarily from the movies. It's just stuff, you know. It's it's stuff that's from the like. There are things that are from the Marvel comics, yeah, but but they're not from the movies. And I don't I don't think that they're going to get away from the stuff that's from the comics because they're hoping to get those people. So yeah, well, I think if they do a a good job of of introducing things. And making the show compelling on its own. True. That these other things should be, you know, the Easter egg type things where if you've seen the movies, you'll find this one line, you know, funnier than, the you know, the regular viewer. If you've read a lot of the comic books uh, in the Marvel Universe, then, you know, you might understand a, a line. But not having that background is not going to derail your enjoyment yes i will give you that and i would say that they have yet to do a good enough job of that that's why amory feels like she <laughs> doesn't know things because they're from the movie when i don't yeah. they're not from the movie because there's really not that many references to the movies because <laughs> i've seen all the movies so i would know if there's references as many references to the movies as there's not 
but there is stuff that I recognize. Like I don't necessarily recognize it. Like I know exactly what it is, but I recognize that it seems like a Marvel thing. Like mm-hmm. the, what was that episode? Two episodes ago, the guy, the doctor who gets kidnapped, not the doctor. Is he a doctor who gets kidnapped? The professor. Yeah. The scientist guy that gets kidnapped and then. Right. Like and he has that a, silver stuff. Right. Um, that, that, character becomes Graviton, who is a character in the Marvel Universe. His backstory in the comic books is a little different than what we saw in our in the way they created it, right? Um, and I'm going to assume that actually he's going to... Um, I think that probably was a hint at something we will see later. <laughs> I'm going to assume that he's going to be a part of it later. Um, I'm, I, not, I don't know anything, people. I'm not spoiling you. It's totally assumption on my part. Well, I'm assuming um, that, too, based on that they set that episode with, uh, you know. Right. It's going to involve villain. Coulson and that guy. Like, because, <laughs> you know, because you know, Coulson's actions is what created him. So whatever. Um, anyway, I don't know what I was saying with that. Oh, because that whole thing, like, as I was watching, I was like, I bet these characters, one or two of these characters has to be from the comic books. And sure enough, when I went and looked it up, like I didn't really know who he was for sure. I, well, I, once they did the Graviton thing, I kind of knew, but, um, I had to go look it up and see who it was. But like, that's one of those places where you might've assumed something was from a movie, but it wasn't, (laughs) I don't know. That wasn't the best example, but anyway, whatever. I don't know. Long story short, I'm not a huge fan, but I'll keep watching it. Well, overall, it keeps me entertained. You know, I, I, I like it. I think there's potential for it to be good, and you know I'm going to continue to watch uh, to see where it goes, and uh, I hope that it does turn into, uh, you know, something really good and you know more compelling on a, you know, sort of a must-watch basis. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Like you can't wait for the you know the next episode. So that's prime time for our 200th episode. Just want to move on to reality. America's Next Top Model. Um, I hope Corey wins. He's the only person in the show that I don't hate. There's five people left, and I don't hate Corey, and he's actually never pissed me off once in the whole season, so my fingers are crossed for you, my friend. Uh, Survivor, like I said, 27th season. There are still twists and turns and shocking maneuvers, and I'm still surprised when people get kicked off that are, like, blindsided. I am as blindsided as they are. Um... I was sad to see Candace go because I really liked her. And I think her husband being in the game is, well, he sucks. But hopefully Brad will go soon because he's the worst. And I don't have a, f- I want Tyson to win because I love Tyson. But it sounds like this week we're getting a merge. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to be on what team. As long as Tyson and Jervis stay together, all is not lost. So that's that. Uh, the Amazing Race. Ah. Uh, the reason I'm sort of like sometimes you shouldn't get I'm not even having I'm having trouble speaking. But I think back to the year where do you remember the brother and sister I think it was or was it two years or it was sisters or something. About? I'm getting there. That did the hay rolls yeah for hours and Phil had to come to the hay field and be like sorry you're eliminated. I think it was two sisters. Something. Anyway, I, like I was, was really women. sad. Because I really liked them, and they were just taken out because of a kind of a technicality, because the odds were just against them. 
So this season, they have a team that's really likable, not pissing anybody off. And then due to flight fiascos, they never even made it out of the Lisbon airport to compete in Brazil. Nope, Portugal. Um, And it just, I hate when technicalities like that are the reason a team goes. And Phil has to show up and say, I'm sorry you've been eliminated. I don't have a favorite team. I do have a least favorite team, Tim and Marie. You guys should shut your traps. And Top Chef. I don't know anybody's name. So maybe that means I'm not as invested in the chef testants this season. Um, so you don't hate anybody yet? Well, uh, maybe it's maybe I hate everybody. <laughs> Conversely speaking. Uh, that's not true. There's a girl named Carrie who I think is from Iowa or Idaho. She's really cool. She seems down to earth. So maybe I'll vote for her. I mean, not like my vote counts. So I'm not America's Next Top Model, guys. My vote does not count. But yeah, so I'm not in love with Top Chef this season. So that's a little reality check. Hmm. And now, sorry, it's like I guess that's where it ends. Did you guys hang up? Are you still there? Uh, we're still here. Okay, I'm still here. Um, we were just shocked that reality was over. Yes, reality's over. You guys deal with it. TV on DVD picks were releases on Tuesday, October 22nd, and then October 29th. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm the only one that had uh, anything this week. Uh, you are. Only wanted are. To, to mention uh, Nikita season three. Uh, just because I really like that show. I'm looking forward to the final season here uh, coming up uh, pretty soon. And then uh, also wanted to mention, uh, just uh, for the sake of uh, Kyle, who you've heard on the podcast uh, plenty of times, uh, Silk Stockings Season 6, 7, and 8, that's also coming out. Not the best seasons of the show, but uh, I believe were the seasons of the show when uh, Kyle got to go on his uh, first ever uh, set visit for being the uh, the head of the Silk Stockings fan club. I don't even know what Silk Stockings is about. Uh, it was just, it was a cop show, but it was uh, back in the, back in the day, uh, CBS used to have something that they called a, a crime time after prime time. And they had Ooh. a bunch of shows that they played uh, after the, the late local news and uh, Silk Stockings, uh, things like Forever Night uh, this is what I know about Silk Stockings. It was filmed in San Diego, right there where Veronica was filmed. Yeah, sorry, it was, nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was a uh, you know, it was a cop, it was a cop show, female male partner. The, it, there was a little will they won't they in there, but uh, it was uh, you know, it was a it was fun. It was a fun show, uh, cool. at least for the first uh, five seasons before they changed <laughs> the lead detective characters. Oh. but uh. But yeah, it was uh there was there was a bunch of shows that were actually uh you know pretty decent shows uh, that they played and we're talking back before uh David Letterman moved to CBS. So it's a it's been a while. quite a long time. It's been a while. Um so that's TV on DVD. Outro. Jason will be back next week with two guests yet to be determined. Correct. You can find links to the DVDs and the news stories we mentioned in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 200. Got anything to say about the topics or shows we talked about this week? Then send us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com or leave a comment in the show notes. The opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. I wouldn't leave you on this, this note. Why? Uh-oh. Did Audrey... Oh, wait. Jason, did you watch Haven this week? Uh, yes. Why did Nathan and Audrey only hug hello? They should have kissed. 
I'm leaving you with that thought. Well, they... I don't... Yeah, that was... I'm uh, not having it. They should have kissed. Once they, they finally... They thought that she was dead. They both told each other that they loved each other at some point in time during that that episode. But yeah, you never got the big... Uh, they hugged. They hugged. You never oh got God. the big kiss. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's I mean, because she, she hugged Duke did. in the previous episode, you know, so you weren't really uh, getting a whole lot there. But, uh, but yeah, overall, though, good episode. Good episode. So, I mean, this isn't on our list of things to discuss, but it just really bothered me. And get any smooching. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Okay. So that's that's my thoughts on Haven. My dog is freaking the F out. So I think I need to take her outside. She stared at me for a good hour during this podcast and then got over it and then started shaking. Not shaking, but like just running around the house and her collar was shaking and I could hear it everywhere. So on that note, happy right. 200th episode! Yes. <laughs> Woohoo! Only a couple of years and we'll be doing episode 300, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, on that note. <laughs> on that note. Alright. Adios. I gotta eat. Bye. <laughs> we sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay, Amory, say something. Hello. And Ray, say something. Something. All right. <laughs> that creative lady. <laughs> She's she's very mm-hmm. uh, obedient, just does what she's told, I guess, apparently. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I would say I'm literal, okay. not obedient. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we've got that straightened out. I'm ready to go. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 200! Woo! I did too, so I was a little, like... I knew it was coming once I saw this float start moving. <laughs> I had seen it. I had seen it in the... <laughs> Sorry. I probably should have phrased that a little differently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. I had seen it in the... We ain't going down till the sun comes up. It's Garth um, Brooks talking it up. That's what she said. <laughs> I know, right? Set myself up for that one. (laughs) Oh, Amory. Um, (laughs) I guess it's only a couple, but it feels like longer than that. All right, here we go. That's what she said. Uh, Or, you know, you can email us. Do multiple things. We like multiple things. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, Oh! It comes up enough that we decided to include it as well. So... That's what she said. Uh, anyway, ignoring that discussion. Yeah, it actually came up in discussion. That I don't remember. <laughs> that's what she said. Sorry. Oh my god, this is God's job. <laughs> that's what she I'm said. I'm sorry, I couldn't pass it. All right. <laughs> that's, that's what gross. she said. Anyway, let's let's continue. And we're recording. Whew. Good. All right. You've been time. <laughs> I have to do this, otherwise it echoes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Is this episode 42? I sure hope so, because that's what I just posted on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Already? <laughs> I'm getting ready if we're ready. Is everybody ready? 
Yes. Yes. I'm ready. It was Jason I was waiting for the response for. Thanks, Amory. <laughs> as you said, we're as ready as you're going to be. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Sorry. I had to swallow. <laughs> That's what she said. We recorded that, right? That was on tape, right? I was going to say it, and then I was like, no, that's that's really bad. And then, <laughs> then you said it. Oh, Lord. All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> I'm going to start laughing in the middle of the intro, so I'm trying to stop. <laughs> well, we got to... For the record... We got to always make sure we have something show, for the two minutes after I am the... Doing... I am just sitting here. I'm doing nothing. And she just looks over and starts laughing. I'm not doing a thing. I'm laughing at you. Yeah, it sounds like you're, like, tickling her or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right, here we go. I was just laughing (laughs) because I was holding it in during the intro. That's what she said. (sighs) Oh, Lord. Lord. I, I don't know why it didn't come out right, but... What? Shut up. What? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> no, I don't necessarily agree. I think that they can do it. They just have to commit to deciding that they're going to do it and just do it and get it over with because the back and forth gets annoying after a while. That's mm-hmm. what she uh, said. <sighs> anyway, let me go back in a few more times. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what he said. Do a quick shout out to Shannon for writing Shannon. in. Shannon. Oh, Shannon, it's been so long. I know. That's what um, she said. As you can no, tell. She was talking about how it had been so long since there had been an episode out because there was a delay in in episodes. Yes. And Although she, I've heard it both ways. I understand. I, let me finish. Um, she, That's what she said. Right I seriously enjoyed everything about it. That's what she said. Uh, well, I don't know if that's that's what she said, needing kind of joke, but okay. Um, um, what exactly happened besides the last five minutes? Because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep from saying that's what she said. But I'm excited that it was the first week that it counts. Really. No wonder you wanted to get it up. <laughs> exactly. What? That's what she said. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, God. I mean, I'm always hoping for bigger and better things, but I didn't feel it was that bad. But I also missed a great opportunity there for a that's what she said joke. <laughs> I can't possibly hum it for you, so sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> Actually, I know. That did go pretty fast. That's what she said. That's what I promised at the beginning, which didn't sound right after you said that's what she said. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho. Okay, it is recording. All right, here we go. Okay. If I can remember how to do this. That's what she said. <laughs> now we got that out of the way. That's what she Don't. said. 